0: Hey there. Thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video. So if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. A few days ago, I heard about this risk-free option trading strategies. There was actually a post in our community here. This was about risk-free trades. So this is where Kevin actually posted a few examples here and then say, hey, what what do you guys think? And there was a lot of interest there. So this is why I thought, you know what, we need to look into these risk-free option strategies because if they exist, this would be really, really awesome, right? So this is where let's take a look at this. So as I was researching these risk-free strategies, I came across a video from this good-looking guy. It's Chris, who has a channel called Project Finance. Chris, much respect for your channel. You are doing an amazing job. I really enjoy watching your videos. And this is a video from uh, December 15th, so a few weeks ago, where he explains how to create risk- free option positions. And I thought, okay. We got to look into this and we got to see what exactly is he doing there? Risk-free option trading strategies, do they exist? What is the idea? This is where I looked into what Chris said and also what Kevin shared in our private community. And the idea is to buy a call on a stock that you believe will go up. So, duh, nothing special there. But then this is the idea a few days or weeks later, sell a call with a higher strike price for a credit. And I thought, okay. That's quite interesting. So let's actually take a look at a few examples, because the result here is that when you're doing this and when you're selling the call with a higher strike price for a credit, this is the key here, that you have a risk-free trade and can't lose. What? risk-free trade and can't lose. Okay, so let's take a look at this. So I studied the example from Chris from Project Option. Again, Chris, great channel. So here is the example that he gives. So on September 23rd, Chris bought the 900 Tesla call expiring January 2023. And you might say, wait a minute, 900 Tesla call to December 23rd. Yeah, pay close attention. 2020. Okay, let's uh, jump over to the charts and let's actually take a look at this. So I'm removing the 50 day moving average here because we don't need this for the example. And I'm bringing up Tesla as a chart. So right now we are on a daily chart. And since we need to go back to this example from Chris from September 23rd, 2020, we have to scroll back quite a lot until we see where did he actually enter the trade. And he ended the trade right here. So as you can see, this is when Tesla was trading at this point at 380. Chris said that this is where he entered the trade and he bought a call with 850 days until expiration for 101 dollars and 30 cents. Now here is what he did then. A few weeks later on January 8th, Chris sold the 1500 Tesla call expiring January 2023 for $233. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Let's jump on the chart and then also see what happens. So as you can see, Tesla, then after going sideways for a while, did what Chris wanted it to do. It went up, 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 up. And right there, Chris timed it perfectly. And he said, even in his video, Got a little bit lucky here of selling the call right here. So let's actually do the math. And this is a screenshot from Chris' video. You can watch the video here. Project Finance, how to create risk free positions. He paid $10,130 for the long 900 call, collected $23,300 and the result is $13,170. And now he said, well, I can lose. There's only potential to the upside. And I thought, okay, this is really cool. This is fascinating, right? So this is where one of our members in our private community, Kevin, actually said, okay, I did two trades according to these rules. This is where I want to dissect these trades and basically tell you of what I think. This is a real trade from Chris and this is here a real trade from Kevin. This is a more recent trade here, obviously. So on December 20th, 2021, so just a few weeks ago, Kevin bought 580 Apple calls expiring September 16th for $13.45. So he had to pay $6,725. Okay, let's jump on the chart. Let's take a look at Apple. Let's actually look at what happened recently. You see this is when Kevin bought this call and he bought the 180 call when Apple was at around 170 here. And again, this is what you do on a stock that you assume is going up. What Kevin then did a few days later is on December 28th, Kevin sold five 190 Apple calls expiring September 16th. He received $7,200. So as you can see, this is where it resulted in a credit. He said actually in his document, his assumptions, the net credit was $475. If the stock goes above 119 between now and expiration, I will receive Five thousand dollars more. So let's take a look at this. So he sold a few days later. So he didn't wait as long as Chris, who waited a few weeks. So Kevin sold it just a week later. And again, this is where uh, here's his original document where he says, "Well, the net credit was this, and if the stock goes above 190, I receive five thousand or more." So this is where I thought, okay, let's plug this into an option calculator and take a look at this trade. If this is a truly risk-free trade, and yes. It is. Look at this. So if Apple moves lower and I hope that you can see it, so there's a break even at 180. So and if Apple stays at 180 or below between now and September 16th, this is when Kevin sold the puts, this is when he will just receive $475, but can't lose. Right? And in the best case scenario, this is where he said, well, you know what, if Apple keeps going higher, I can collect $5,000 additional dollars plus the $475 that he received as a credit. So $5,475. I mean, isn't that amazing? So let's dissect this trade because this looks just amazing. Now, so here's the deal. This is where I asked Kevin if it is okay if I'm using his example here to show what you need to know. So first of all, the assumption, Kevin, that you have here is wrong. So you won't get $5,000 $5,000 between now and expiration, you only get the $5,000 if the stock goes above 190 at expiration. Now, let me show you if, for example, over the next few days, let's say in a month from now. So I'm going, as we are recording this, it's January 6th. So let's say we're going to February 6th and if it now goes to, let's say, 190 you see, if it goes to $190, you are only getting around $3,000, right? So this is important to know because there's still some time value in there. So just keep this in mind. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, uh, well, this is why the, the trade does not work. But the assumption that you have here between now and expiration, no, if the stock goes above 190 by expiration. And I mean, the expiration is 200 days from now or something like this because you pick the uh, September 16th. So this is quite a while. So just be aware of this, that it is only around 3,000. So this first uh, assumption is wrong. Uh, You will get approximately 3,000 if the stock moves to 190. And as you can see here in this risk graph, Of course, as the stock moves higher, you will make more money, right? So this is where it goes up to 5,388. And again, your maximum that you can get on this trade, that's what we saw here is 5,475. But until expiration, not quite yet. Okay, so this is the the first thing. Now, the other thing that I think it's just uh, worth considering is that you have theta, time decay, right? So for the 180 call, and I want to show it to you here the time decay is 3 cents, 3.333 cents per day. Now, this is not a big deal because in your case, what you did is you waited only eight days until, right, you could add this second leg here. So you only lost 24 cents. But you see, Chris actually was waiting 107 days. If you would have waited much, much longer, which I know you didn't, you would have paid $3.21 in time value. You would have lost this on the option that you had bought, right? So just keep this in mind. Let's move to the third thing here. The third is where it actually is not risk-free. In fact, there's actually more risk. And and this is why I want to hand it over here for a moment to Chris, who in this video at the 10 minute mark is actually explaining it. Listen to Chris for just a few seconds because I think it's super important. That started this trade off. So to create a risk-free call spread, you can't do it right out of the gates you have to first take more risk than a traditional call spread because you first have to buy a call option which is going to have more risk than buying a call spread since you're not going to be shorting that higher strike call right out of the gates and therefore you are going to pay a little bit more for just that one single call option as compared to buying a call spread all right So I think this is important, right? So, I mean, Chris, I think who introduced Kevin first to this here, it's actually more risk in the beginning. So be aware before you add the second leg here, there's actually more risk. By the way, I know that this is a little bit more advanced concept. Is this helpful for you at all as we are going through this, talking about the myth of risk-free trades? And I'll show you here in a few moments of how you can use this, because there is a good use for this particular strategy. But if this is helpful, do me a favor and click on like really quick as we are going through this. OK, so in the beginning, we are taking on a little bit more risk. So since we are at risk, let's talk about the risk. So you lose premium if the stock goes sideways. Now, in your case, you timed it perfectly, right? I mean, you bought Apple here, you bought the call here. And then a few days later, boom, it went up. That is fantastic. It had a really, really good move. Keep in mind that there are some other examples where you might say I'm overall bullish on the stock, but the stock at first is going sideways. In fact, this is where I want to go uh, back to to Chris's example here that he used uh, when he was looking at Tesla, right? So you see right here, he actually bought the call and for a while, Tesla didn't do anything. So this here is for two months, for two months, Tesla just went sideways. While doing this, you are actually losing every day since you have the time decay that is kicking in, right? You lose the theta. And this is where it could be that your call option is worth less and less. So in the beginning, keep in mind what Chris said here, there is more risk just to consider is that you're capping the upside. Let's just take a look at this. If the stock goes 200 by March 6th with this strategy, let's just say we are changing this to March 6th, which is two months from now. So two months from now and we are back to Apple, right? So let's take a look at Apple. We're taking a look here at the Apple chart. Maybe you say, you know what, I think uh, that it is very likely that over the next two months, Apple actually goes to 200. What do you think? Is that reasonable? Could be, right? If we take a look at this with this particular strategy, if we are looking at 200, you would make around what 3,600 dollars, right? Which I think is not bad at all because, after all, it is risk-free. But but here's the deal. Here's the deal. So let's actually see what happens if you would not have sold this call. If you just See, initially you bought the 180 call. So let's see what happens if you just had the 180 call and everything the same. So all I'm doing here is I'm removing actually this and I'm looking at 200. Do you see this? This means that if you had not sold the call and Apple goes over the next two months or three months or four months, anyhow, before September, because this is when you you have actually see, we can say, what if Apple goes by April to 200? This is when you could make six thousand or seven thousand dollars if it moves here rather quickly. And so I just wanted to show you. So if you're selling the one ninety call, you're kind of capped. You make thirty six hundred if the stock goes up by uh, to two hundred. If you only had the call, it went up to seven thousand five hundred. Now admit it, right? I mean, everything has pros and cons. This is where here you could still lose money, as you can see, if you just had that call. And so therefore, this is why we added it, this is why we sold it to, to kind of lock in profits, to cap the upside and to lock in profits on the downside. So keep this in mind, Kevin. So if you're super bullish on Apple, you are capping to the upside and you're probably leaving a lot of money here on the table. All right, last comment and then we'll talk about how to use this trade and when to use this trade. So is this what you did here really better to lock in profits. So I'm going back to your example, right? So you did say you bought the call here and then a few days later, you sold the other call to lock in profits, right? And this is where I'm taking this from your document where you said, OK, you bought it for 6725 then you locked in the profits. But here's the deal. See, on December 28th, this call that you bought, instead of selling the 190 call, if you would have sold this call right away, It was worth, I looked it up uh, of historical data here, it was worth $18.40. If you would have just did this as a one week trade and you bought the call here and then you sold it here, not locking yourself in until September. And again, yes, there's no buying power required. So all of this is good. It's basically a trade that can go on until September. But within one week, within one week, you could have made here $2,475. So this is why I'm just saying, does it make sense to sell that call here or would it be better to just take $2,475 in a matter of a few days and be happy and try to do that again? Okay, so let's talk about this. When is this a good strategy and what is it for? Oh, I just had another example here. This also from Kevin where he actually had a second trade that he did and where you received a net credit. And uh, so he gave me some numbers here. And on this one, actually, you could have also made $4,000 in profits if you just had sold this here. Anyhow, you get the idea. So let's talk about this. When does this strategy make sense? Surprisingly, I mean, Kevin, you said it, that it's probably best for a stock that is going up. But no, it's actually best when you expect the stock to stay in a range. And here's why. So Chris is actually telling this idea 15 minutes into the video. So you can take a look at the video here. Uh, So at the 15-minute mark, he talks about trading in and out of the short option. And this is where it gets interesting, right? So the idea here is as Apple goes higher, right? So right now, for example, you have sold the 190 call. Now it goes back down. So this means that right now you can probably buy back the 190 call for cheaper and you can already pocket some money. Now, if then Apple goes up again, then you would sell the 190 call again, right? So you keep the 180 call, but now you play around with the short call. And this is what Chris here calls trading in and out in his video, trading in and out of the short option. This is how you could collect additional premium. So in a nutshell, What is this good for? It is great if you think that Apple might stay here in this range and might not go above 190. Because as it goes above 190, you are right now capping your profits compared to just a naked call here. So this is where you can probably use this on Apple, you can probably use this on Tesla. So if you would have used it at Tesla while it was in this range, it might have worked. So the important thing here is unfortunately, as much as we would like to have a risk-free strategy, there is no way to actually have a risk-free strategy. And in fact, in the beginning, you're taking on more risk than putting on the call spread right away. Is this helpful at all so that you know what the myth and the hype around these risk-free strategies are? If this was helpful at all, do me a favor and click on like because this way more people see the video and Oh Yeah, if you want to uh, tag Chris uh, from Project Option, who has uh, made this uh, fascinating video and he's really uh, explaining all of the aspects here for free. Chris, great job. All right. That's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor,